It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Good afternoon. It's Go Birds Radio. See what I know, did? I did the good afternoon. That there was again. good. Do you like Do you that? know this song? I don't. See, oh, look, look it's at spinning that. And around. Look at that. <laughs> oh! Look at that. Now I'm now I'm pretty sure I know it. I feel <laughs> you better. It's right? best friend. Best friend by Fifty Cent. I'm I don't know. Sure. Is it Justin? Justin? That would be correct. There you oh, go. Oh, look at you. See? Well, we've more already proven genre. that you're more a Fifty Cent man than I am. Yes. 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 So I like some Fifty Cent tunes. Well, got a couple bangers. He does. He has more bangers than. Uh, well, I don't want to go down this road. Don't you don't want to? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to go yeah, down. Yeah, this yeah. Road. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you say things and then it's you fine. probably I'll should not have said them. More bangers than who? Like the Beatles. Well, or what was the last? Per- Pink Floyd was that who played last? Yeah, or? Pink Floyd has way more bangers than Fifty Cent. Depends right? how you define banger. Yeah, it does. I'm yeah, sure. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. Depends how I define it. I'm gonna guess that Pink Floyd has sold more albums and has more number one hits and all. I would agree with all that. Yeah. Quick little fun fact. Uh, Will it actually be fun, though? Or is I think it is actually okay. pretty fun. So uh, DeAndre Swift was on with uh, with Maggie Gray. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Maggie. Yes. Um, and Andrew Perloff. Yep. And he was talking about Jason Kelsey. And they said, what does Jason Kelsey have planned for the Super Bowl? And DeAndre Swift said, he's got something up his sleeve, an outfit. I'll just leave it at that. What? You think? What's he going to do? I mean, I mean, he can't pull the Mummers outfit out. No, that's yeah, Philly. It's right. got to be, I mean, like, you know. I, all right, here's my prediction. Yeah. Ready? So I think his nickname for Travis or like a thing is like the Big Yeti. So you think he's gonna dress? I think up he's gonna a, dress up like a Yeti. I can see that. That or maybe like a suit that's all red. Is there some? So you know, you're the uh, as far as you know, Taylor Swift. I don't think it'll be Taylor. Is there a Taylor theme thing that he could do? Is there something like that? Well, I think it's a little weird because you know he's not the one dating Taylor. No, but I mean you know he's a future brother-in-law, and I yeah, Yeah. probably. Um, (laughs) No, I think it's gonna be Travis theme. Okay. Maybe like a jacket with like Travis all over it. Okay. Some, something like I that. I like that. Yeah. All right. 215. The five. Big Yeti thing, too, I think is a good. Uh, I could see that. 215-592-9494 as we continue uh, to talk Eagles. And also as we get into the Super Bowl, back to the phones in just a minute. Uh, quickly on the Super Bowl itself, because we've talked about what we're rooting for. We've talked, you know, uh, I'm rooting against the San Francisco 49ers. You're rooting for Andy Reid. But, but forgetting what we're rooting for. How do you see this game playing out? Like, what do you what do you expect? We both we both said on the pod. We both said already earlier in the show. We both expect the Chiefs to win, but I, I've said the line is 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 nerve wracking to me. I can't, I don't know why it hasn't moved. 
And just in general, uh, you know, I, I think it has the potential to be a close game. Where do you come down on this? Yeah, so as I always do, I'll start with the defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what matters most exactly. to you. It always has. It's always has yeah. been what matters yeah, the who most Who cares about offense? That's what you um, always say. I think that's the biggest difference in this game. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, big difference as well. And I do think the Chiefs have yeah, the head coach. Mahomes to Purdy is yeah, a slight but, difference. But, but I think the, the Niners have a and they have a, a great offense. quarterback. Yes. You know, uh, I, he's playing great. I don't know if he is. I That's think fair. He's, actually, you know, he's, I think he's playing fine. He I, does I mean, that. That lion. I know Packers game. I mean, I know it was rainy, but like he was horrible. Yeah, no, you're right. He was embarrassingly right. bad. In that you're game, right about so. that. You know, um, he also puts the ball in harm's way a lot. A lot. But, I feel like no quarterback gets more lucky bounces. We saw with yeah. the IU play again in the, against the Lions. It's just I, so many lucky bounces for this game. I think the biggest difference in this game is the defense, and you know. Talk about Andy Reid as a former uh, Eagles coach. Like, shout out to Steve Spagnuolo. Big time, dude. He's this, doing an awesome job. There. I mean, we don't talk about it enough. I mean, he has now been the coordinator for, for what? For, was he for the first Chiefs one, or did he come after? Regardless, I think he's been for every Chiefs one. So, for, so sure. four Super Bowl champions. Where, and, then, and, and look, he has a chance this year where he, his defense has been the predominant thing that's carried yeah. him and Mahomes. And look, he is, we all remember, like, Steve Spagnuolo has two Super Bowls on his resume where we think about him before we think about Tom Coughlin because mm-hmm. those were the defenses that won those games against Brady. So, yeah, I think that's a great point. I don't think we give Spags nearly enough credit for the role he plays in this run. Well, and to tie this to the Eagles quickly. Another Philly guy, too. By the way, Spags is a huge WIP fan. Oh, really? Okay. Loves WIP. Nice. The camera no, like, well, I'm uh, happy I said something John nice John knows him. him. Yeah. yeah. A bit, well, I'm, I'm guessing he's not listening now because he's probably out, you know, preparing for Hey, he's for got the, the Odyssey app. Regardless, Spags, yes, yeah, big Philly guy. So, yeah. Spags. See him being a go-birds fan. But um, I do think if you look at the Chiefs, one takeaway I think is a po- that's a positive for the Eagles is I think you see with the Chiefs what a benefit it is for Andy to have essentially a head coach of the offense. Spagnola's been a head coach before. He can just run that side of the ball. It allows Andy to focus on the offense. And Andy, I think we both agree, is a better offensive mind at this point than Nick Sirianni. No doubt. But, but the different, but I guess the similarity I'll say is it'll allow Nick next year just to focus on that. So that's a quick Eagles note. But in terms of the game, I think the Chiefs win because I think their defense is, is going to, I don't want to say shut down the Niners, but I think Purdy's going to have a rough day. Like I think the Chiefs are prepared to shut this offense down. Purdy has um, put the ball in harm's way a lot. I think the Chiefs have some of the personnel needed to shut down the weapons on the Niners offense. And I think Mahomes will do enough against a somewhat overrated Niners defense. Like Detroit moved the ball on them. Green Bay moved the ball on them. The Eagles even moved the ball on them in that first quarter when they played. So I think uh, Mahomes will have a really big game. Plus, my favorite stat, and you told told me this this week, because you know I'm a big Dome guy, right? Yeah, there, there, so this was a stat. Ray Dittinger was on the morning show with us. It was shocking. I didn't know. You, you want me to say, say it? it? Yeah. So, uh, Ray, you should be allowed to say yeah, it. Yeah, I should say yeah. it. So uh, I know I'm definitely right about the record. I'm the touchdown interception, I'm close. It was either one of two, I'll say it. But yeah. uh, I didn't realize this. So Patrick Mahomes' record in Domes in his career, 13-1. and one. Wild. With either it was either thirty or thirty-three and three touchdown interception. I think it was thirty to three in terms of touchdown to interception ratio in domes. Like Patrick Mahomes in domes is a, I mean that much better than Patrick Mahomes. Right, out I was going to say, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, which you might be yeah. Now does that stat show you that there's a difference in how much being in the elements impacts? Impacts. I it? never thought there wouldn't be. Just curious. That, uh, my point has always been that the elements are part of football and right. that I enjoy them being part of football. I've never argued that you're not. Of course, you get a cleaner game in a dome. Yeah. 
That's I not think. what I want. I want elements. I want and football. I want to see people be great. We I think, know you yeah, do. We, yeah. we've, we've understood. I'm happy the game's in the dome tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So if you want to chime in on the game itself, like, and look, we both. I'm not betting against Mahomes. I think the Chiefs are a better team. I think. I think they're the best team right now to the way they're playing, beating Baltimore yep. and beating, I mean, even winning that Miami game in the freezing cold, but really the last few games, beating the Bills, beating Baltimore, really the way they did. dominating them. Like dominating the Bills them. game was close, the obviously. The Ravens, but... like, statistically, are one of the best teams we've had in years yeah, from, like, they all the... that game. And they just dominated them. So I... I I just and and I would love if if anyone has a theory on what I'm about to say, please call in because I've heard the the Ross Tucker came on said what he thought. I've heard people say like I have not found something that really sets home for me. Why this line isn't moving? Mm-hmm. Everyone I talk to says the Chiefs are going to win. Everyone you hear, I'm not betting against Mahomes, even nationally. Like it's like ninety percent of people are picking the Chiefs, and yet the line isn't moving. I don't get it. Someone explain it to me. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. So all that plus the Eagles. How far away from being back? I'll in this have a theory. Game. I'll hold. I'll hold. Next but I have year. a theory on it. Okay, you want to just give it to us now. now? Okay, sure. And then we'll get back to the phone. So I think in the first Super Bowl, you could argue that Shanahan outcoached the coaching staff, but. Jimmy Garoppolo missed throws. I wonder if maybe that last matchup, but now with a quarterback that's perceived as better and Brock Purdy, if that's the reason why. That's interesting. I don't. That doesn't do it for me. But I like Just the theory. Idea. Still looking for theories. So someone, if they can explain that to me, please. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Tennessee and talk to our favorite guy, Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellers? How you doing today? What up, feller? How you doing? Uh, I'm just sitting around watching it rain down here, man. It's cold and rainy. Mm. All it's cold up here. Day. It's not raining. Well, it's just all around ugly day, but it's a little brighter now. I'm getting to talk to my boys. Oh, uh, man. Ours too, buddy. <laughs> Got two quick things I want to hit on. First, with the draft. I mean, looking at where we're where we're possibly going to be picking at, barring a move up or down for anything, you could convince me that we would pick any position available other than running back, quarterback, or kicker. I mean, even a wide I agree receiver, with you. you could, yeah, I agree you with you. You could convince me that. So, I mean, last year. That's a we fascinating 10, thought. Yeah. Last I would, year and I wouldn't we rule out running back. Like, again, without knowing where they're at. I think at 22, at, but it's so unlikely there just aren't running backs in that spot yeah, who yeah, are valuable true. enough to go there, uh, to Justin's point. But I agree with you, Justin. I mean, offensive lineman, sure. Defensive lineman, absolutely. Wide receiver, yep. like, yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be the craziest sure. thing. They, we saw how the lack of depth there hurt them this year. Uh, obviously, a cornerback, for sure. Even a safety linebacker. Yeah, safety, possibly. Yeah, it's a great point, Justin. I didn't think about it that yeah. way. I, like last year, when we were sitting at 10, that we were all looking at that as a luxury. We, you know, I, I was in on Bijan, you know, getting a top-notch, mm-hmm. extremely talented, athletic freak like that, you know, at running back. I'm kind of on the cheap, you know, for four or five years. But when, when Jalen Carter fell to us, you know, it, it's a run to the podium type of thing, you know. Yeah. So, but I think where Howie screwed up was doubling down on the on the line with uh, – Nolan taking Nolan Smith. You know, I, at well, the time I kind of liked it because there yeah. was talk. Oh, we could take him first with our first pick. I never believed that, but it would have been better served going with the secondary. We all see that. Now, well, I, I think I think the logic though, like with draft, it's always kind of this. Like the the logic is good. Like the edge rusher position is an important one. They were thin at edge last year. You don't know what's going to happen with the sun. Like the logic of taking an edge is fine. The logic of taking a secondary would have been fine too. The difference is. It just looks like, well, we know Nolan did not contribute last yeah. year, and he's a question going into next year. So I think the logic of taking the pick was uh, of the pick was fine. He just might have misevaluated the player. Yeah, it, exactly. And I mean, it's, 
hopefully, you know, Nolan can, can you know, in the off season get, get some more workouts in and get mm-hmm. a little bigger and stronger and faster and all that good stuff. And maybe it'll turn out. You know, ho- hopefully it will. Yeah, uh, well, he'll so, play more next year for sure. He'll definitely play more next year. He will definitely play more. Secondly, how on earth is Eric Allen still not in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, Justin, I, somebody, I, it, it makes no sense yeah. to me, man. It, it's, well, somebody it, tweeted about stats of all these corners, and you had like Aeneas Williams, Deion Sanders, uh, Ty Law, all these guys. The only one out of all these guys that has more picks than him is Aeneas Williams, and he has one more pick. Yeah, dude, it, I'm, it, Justin, I think it has long been a travesty that Eric Allen is not in the Hall of Fame. He was one of the two best quarterbacks of that generation. He was awesome for such a long time. He was on one of the great defenses in the history of the sport. Uh, I'm, I like, it makes no sense to me. Like he is, he is, and he's still, he's still around the game underrated. Too. Yeah. It's not like he's disappeared. He, like, is, he is criminally yeah. underrated historically. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. And real quick, got got a little funny note for you guys. Owen has a job at the mall now uh, for wow. a store called Pro Image Sports. You know, they sell jerseys and hats and all that mm-hmm. cool stuff, and shirts and everything. And I have taken advantage of the employee discount and get myself a new <laughs> Eagles. But they, uh, they're they doing, like, Instagram stuff and all this, and they were wanting him to show off these new hats. And he took advantage and bought a new Eagles hat. Pretty cool. It's like a new era. Anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. he had to work yesterday, and they were wanting him to uh, – do some pictures like modeling type crap to put on Instagram and yep. wear some 49ers gear. And he said, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I but love it. That's, got, good. That's got good work, Eagles, Justin. Eagles and they said, well, the Eagles aren't in the Super Bowl. He said, well, i tell you what. I will wear a Chiefs if you want me to because, you know, Andy Reid was the Eagles yeah. coach, but he said, I'm not wearing 49ers oh, I love gear. it. You see the smile on Jake's face oh, right now. I love it, Justin. Right. But anyway, I'm going to get out there and let you boys go. Love you, boys. I mean, oh, you're the man. best, Justin. Yeah, it's strong work. I would have, uh, I would have been very disappointed. Yeah, in that one if he especially did, the stand up to your boss and say that. Yeah, that's strong work. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to South Philly and talk to Vince. What up, Vinny? Oh, God, that explains it. There's a problem with your display. What, Vince? <laughs> it's Tom from Vancouver. Oh, oh! I was wondering you weren't there. It says Vince in South Philly. Well, you know, sometimes the international calls, the display system gets a little bit uh, don't, don't let so Justin don't Morgan sign off the hook. Justin, this is a disastrous job. So, yeah, so I was actually sitting here. I was like, oh, well, we don't have Tom. Yeah. You know, luckily we got Justin on the board. Justin's a nice fill-in right. to start the second hour. But I was I was actually very disappointed. I was you like, where's ha- our guy, Tom in Vancouver? Vincent South Philly. Hello. Vince will have to be your <laughs> alter ego from here on out. Yes, you are now Tom yeah, Vince. Depending if we like the point or not, you're Vincent South Philly. There, yeah, there we go. There we go. And, you know, I'm glad to hear that, James, because I was concerned that you were putting Justin for the first time probably in his entire life in the villain role. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. I, I, I would have gone to you. I was looking for Tom Vancouver. Yeah. There's just no Tom Vancouver on my board. <laughs> so, well, hola, gentlemen. <laughs> How you we, have doing? Improve, we have to improve our uh, Brazilian uh, Portuguese, right? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to learn it. I have a few months to do this, yeah. I think you'll learn it. I don't think I will. I think learning Portuguese so is uh, so hard. Well, not just that, like Portuguese stuff. So I, I dated a Portuguese girl for mm. a couple months back in the day, and I, I, I like thought about trying to learn Portuguese. When it was getting serious. It, it's such a hard language. Sure, like, it's yeah. like it's like a mashup of like Spanish and French, yeah. and like there's all this stuff going on. Like, it, I. I bought a Brazilian book. I was like looking at, I mean, a Portuguese book. Like I was looking, I was like, nope, ain't gonna have it. Well, I can't I'm wait to hear this. the Portuguese with the Philly accent too. So sure, yeah, that'll yeah, be that'll be lovely. <laughs> that'll be good. Yeah. 
it's it's not an easy language to learn. The the you know our our son does uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I used to do it until I messed up my knee, and uh, so there's a lot of Brazilians there. And when I hear them speak, it's like Spanish, Portuguese, everything yeah. all mixed up. Just like you're saying. So so the you know the retirement point on Jason. I don't think he's doing this. But imagine if he were trying to rebuild the intrigue for his new heights uh, announcement after Schefter's tweet. This is exactly what you'd want him to be doing, right? You'd want him to, to, to find out. You're saying getting... if he was going to retire, Schefter scoops him to kind of get it back so that he can kind of make his announcement matter again. Yeah, you're right. He has created <laughs> intrigue again where it felt like there was none. Clever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now the okay the 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 forty winers or the Chiefs. I definitely am on the team of I want to see the winers lose, and that's why I want to see yeah. the Chiefs win. Me too. So I'm much more on that side of things. The, yeah, I think it's the know, right I, side to be on. Well, no, you're on the rooting for the Chiefs side. He's oh, saying sorry, he is much yeah. more on the I'm rooting against the Niners than oh, rooting okay. for the Chiefs. Well, I disagree with that you. That was nice. Uh, Vince, we just got a yeah. true thought from Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to undermine you there, Elliot, but I was on, I, I was on the game. No, uh, Tom, uh, I'm calling you Tom, and that was good work. My yeah. Friend. That was good work. Tom, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom, I bring great... it back with you. Now we've got to see if I can earn it back with Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, great call, buddy. I do love the idea of Tom coming in from Vancouver on a visit and being Vince from South Philly when he gets here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on my South Philly accent. I think that one's going to be tough. I believe in you, Tom. If, any, <laughs> yeah, if anyone could do it, it's you. For sure. I mean, wait, you're learning wait. Portuguese. The least you can do is get it. <laughs> uh, Tom, we love you, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. All right. What a pleasure. 215-592-9494 as we continue to get you set for the big game, the Super Bowl. Tomorrow, the Eagles not in it. How do you feel about that? Where are you at with this Eagles team a year later? Uh, and how far do you think they need to go to get back into this game next year? What moves they need to make? And, and the game itself, uh, to the point we just made, are you rooting more for the Chiefs and for Andy Reid? Are you rooting more, like me, against the 49ers because you hate them like I do? 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. Live bet all of your favorite sports, including the big game tomorrow. Plus, play all your favorite casino games on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fanatic. You can bet more than just the score on the Bet Parks app. You can bet Philly hoops and all pro hoops. Bet on individual player performances for points and more. Play blackjack with a live dealer right on your phone. And this Sunday, we all know it's coming. We've been talking about it, the big game. Sam Fran still a two-point favorite against Kansas City. Pretty surprising. And that over-under of 48 points feels low as well, especially with the two great offenses in this game. I would probably take the over on that. So check out player props for the big game, plus bet on the coin toss, over-unders by team, scoring by quarters, all types of really cool and fun bets inside of the uh, Bet Parks app. Bet Parks has a great offer. Join me right now and download the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino. And if you're a new customer, you can make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be winning bet, and your bonus bet must be wagered once. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. See website at betparks.com for details. You love to play. You play to win. You bet. Bet Parks must be 21 and in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. 
Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's Go Birds Radio, brought to you by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino from the beautiful Sportsbook and Park Casino, big TVs, comfy chairs, and a place to bet on the big game tomorrow. As we can't wait, it's going to be a well. You gave me a semi-fun one. I mean, rooting. Hopefully, if the Niners win, it'll be a disastrous yeah. evening for me. But and also, I know my tweet at the beginning of the year saying they were the most overrated contender ever is going to yeah, get yeah uh, that, that will be yeah. a yeah. Ooh, let me do a few yeah. old takes exposed. If, if they get blown out, you are, I might you, retweet are it. you are no stranger to you should you yeah. are no stranger to old takes. No, exposed, no, so. they're they're a fan of my work. Yes, um, the Noah Vonley one popping up yet always, again recently. Yeah. Yes. So you gave me my favorite bet of the week here. Oh yeah. The jersey number. Oh, one. it's so good. It's right? so good. So they have so many different types of bets in the app, but this yeah, one, the Bet Parks app is has so many fun props you can do and very clever, creative yes. things. And this is this is my favorite. Over well. under the jersey number of who scores the first touchdown, yes. nineteen and a half. Yep, like I love you it. Get Debo on the Niners because he's nineteen, but then you get Travis Kelsey on eighty-seven. So if you go over, Chiefs. I think you get Kelsey and McCaffrey, which is the strongest yes. thing. And then you still get Kittle, you get more, but then under obviously it's. Debo, it's Ayuk, yeah. it's Rasheed Rice, yep. it's Pacheco. Like, there's a lot of It's a good one. It's a really good yeah. one. The uh, Bet Parks app has a lot of fun opportunities for you to bet on. Uh, that's why we love it. 215-592-9494. We're going to get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Tom Kelly coming up at 3. You and us. Until then, let's go to South Philly and talk to our guy, Anthony. Anthony! James, how are you, buddy? Better how now, my friend. What up, Anthony? Good to hear from you. Thank you, pal. Same here. Um... I think we, I know I'm always having a bad day when I agree with Joe DeCamera. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you why. Uh, offensively and defensively. First on offense, we have a potential for a very long season next year if Kelsey retires. Yep. Because you're going to have an inexperienced center calling blocking schemes, mm-hmm. coupled with an off- offensive coordinator who's notorious for not running the ball, which means your defenses are going to be pinning back their ears and coming after Jalen. And blitzing him, which is not our strength. Well, and, and, and a quarterback that is not good against the blitz, both pre or post snap, right? So if you combine the inexperience at center with Jalen, with a new offensive scheme, a new right guard, right? Because if, if Jerkins moves over, exactly. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, if Kelsey's gone, I think it really drastically impacts their outlook for the season. I, I agree with you. Everything except the – I think the running thing has been overblown. Like, Kellen Moore has had years where he has run the football a lot. I think Kellen Moore is Including much more – last year. Yeah, Kellen Moore is much more willing to adjust to the personnel he has. He is not – that was one of those narratives that came out. He's like, only wants to throw it. It's not true, Anthony. Like, yes, he likes to throw, but it is not, like, at the expense of running. He's just going to do what makes the most sense. Well, listen, I hope you're right, James, but uh, the few things that I've looked at, and uh, matter of fact, Dan Olasky made an issue that uh, the biggest voice in the room for game planning is going to have to be Jeff Stoutland because of his I'm kind of tired of, of Dan Orlowski, personally. Well, I've said this on well, the Anthony, Anthony, I, I think he's kind of Anthony, annoying, here's an interesting, because interesting, I, I heard the same thing about Kellen Moore, but if you go back and look, 
the first right. four games of last year, the Chargers right. at the Chargers averaged 29 carries a game from their running backs. First four games, so they went into the year really wanting to run the ball. And I get we don't follow it closely, so I don't know what happened. I know Eckler got hurt; that impacted right, things. Right. But I mean, 29 attempts from the running back, like that's that's too many. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I don't want them. And that's like an off-season philosophy you come in and try yeah, to do. No doubt. So. Yeah. I hope I hope you guys are right. And uh, th- my other issue is I don't think we're going to resign Swift. So I don't, I don't know either. Wrong with that. Yeah, but again, uh, look, I don't know if I don't know. I like DeAndre, but I don't think DeAndre is like the answer as a go-to. Well, I, I think there's a chance he comes back. He, he might be. Yeah, and Anthony, great call, man. Huge. As always, we appreciate your calls. Yeah. Keep them coming. Um, what do you think's happening with the Swift thing? And also, to the, like, do you think DeAndre Swift is the answer? Run? I mean, he had a nice year. No, I don't think he's the answer. I don't either. No, is my I, I think they need a better running. back. I think they but, need a better running back, but, especially if they're gonna, you know, if everyone wants them to run the ball or like, get a running back, get or a, like, a, someone who can carry the ball every, every, you know, a bell cow, so a better complimentary back. Yeah, or for yeah, sure. Swift, right. Swift with someone else yes. would be fine too. And I think an issue it can't well, be Kenny Gainwell. Again. It can't be Kenny Gainwell. It can't be Boston Scott. I, I think that. One issue last well, year. Well, could be the third running back. That's fine. Well, but, their, their running backs were not good against the Blitz last year. Well, like, too, yeah. Uh, Kenny was their best one. I think that's why Which he is was why on he the played, field the yeah. most. Or at least, yeah, more than he probably should have. But with Swift, I'll be curious to see. I don't think he's going to get a huge offer in free agency. Like, Miles got more than we thought. I don't think any running thought, backs but, are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Especially, well, Miles is also coming off a much better year than Swift. Yeah. Well, Swift is a pro bowler. He was, but Miles is better in 2021. Um, probably. Yeah, he was probably better. But Swift had a huge was. year. I mean, it was a he pro did. bowler, 1,000 yeah, yards. Miles had 1269 and, like, 11, 12 touchdowns yeah. or whatever. Like, Miles just had a better year. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to D.C. and talk to our buddy Bruce. Hey, Bruce. All right. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. What up, Bruce? How are you? Good to hear from you, man. Bruce, it, here, Bruce, I'm going to put you back on hold. Justin, grab him. It is impossible to hear him. So if grab him. We'll come back to him. Let's go to our buddy Patrick in Chicago in the meantime. Yo, Pat. Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Pat? Great show as always. My man. Hey, uh, yeah, looking at next year, I mean, a couple things have to happen. That The defense, obviously, you can't go to the Super Bowl with a bottom quartile defense, right? I mean, that's not possible. Yeah, I agree. Is, the defense can't be bottom four. No, yeah. I think, but but yeah. Patrick, I think what we saw last year with the Chiefs, and obviously the Chiefs defense this year is great, but last year the Chiefs were a middle of the pack defense that could get you a few stops when you need it or make a big play for you when you needed it. Like, I don't think you have to have a top five defense and, win the Super Bowl, even though this year they, they you know, both are. I think you just need to have a defense that, if you have a great offense, can get you stops. And frankly, Patrick, like they had that before they went to Matt Patricia. And, I, and I'm not absolving Sean Desai because it started to fall apart under Sean Desai, and they were not great on third down. But like the defense was not a train wreck. I mean, me and you talked, and I was saying, "Wow, I was wrong about Gannon, right?" So like, and I ended up not being wrong about Gannon. But regardless, not that that matters. But uh, I think that the defense is closer than people think. I think the the terrible situation they had a coordinator last year. It like really impacted the talent and how they looked. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Actually, uh, what I was going to say was that there's a lot of variability year to year in defense in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they weren't as bad as the bottom. Uh, I think with the new coaching and some changes, they can they can get to be decent. But overall, I would have to say, really, the the thing that's going to get a Super Bowl beyond the defense leveling out is. Galen has to be a different thing. Yep. I mean, he has to be better against the Blitz. Patrick, it's the, the single, mo- not just the Blitz, Jalen is the, si- we talked about this last yeah. week, but I think 
I, I think it's inarguable. Jaylen, getting Jalen Hurts back to, to the guy we saw play in the Super Bowl that last year, a year ago, like is the single number one with the bullet most important thing this franchise has to achieve this offseason. Absolutely. He has to be better against the blitz. He has to be better pocket presence. He has to be better breaking backs on third down with his legs. He has to be better throwing over the middle. Note, Patrick, so there's a lot he has to work on, but I think it can happen. Patrick, great I, call, and it definitely can happen. I mean, again, let's not forget the Jalen we saw in 2021 and then the Jalen we saw in 2022. We have, like, literal evidence that this guy can take big leaps, that he can work on things, that he can get better. We've actually seen it with our eyes. So, And the fact that he has put that out there on tape, you know, that what you put on tape is what's real. What he put on tape in 2022 was real. Like, yeah. that happened. But obviously he regressed this year. There's no other way to look at it, and, and he's got to get better, and he's got to work at it. And I, I will be curious. I think I'm not saying this. And I need better coaching, too. Yeah, I'm not saying the schedule is like the end-all, be-all, but real quick on the defense. They faced almost every great offense. No, totally. Like they, they, I mean, they didn't play Detroit or Baltimore, but they had Dallas twice. They had San Fran. They had yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Kansas, Kansas City, City. Still has Mahomes. Like, I don't care where they rank. So yeah, Miami. Miami, Miami yeah. Like, they played a lot of really great defenses. I'm sorry, offenses. Well, that's the funny thing is when you think about, like, the end of the season, these teams that are great and all that, like, they beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah. They beat the Dolphins. Like, they... And I know it doesn't matter. Like, they sucked at the end of the season. They were a different football team. That's what I'm trying to say is, yes, the last six, seven games, like, they were a bad team. And you can say, that's who they are. Or you can look at who they were before, who they were there, who they were in the Super Bowl, the fact they had to play in the Super Bowl, come back, put it all together, and say, yeah, they need help, but they're not one of the worst teams in football like they look like at the end of the season. So, Britton Covey, the quote he had this week talking about why it fell apart, I thought the way he phrased it was perfect. I think we talked about them being tired as like a physical thing, which it was. It was mental. But he said mental exhaustion. Yes. I think it's so true. Like we saw last year at the beginning of the season, they, they can be a great team. I just think, man, it fell apart. And when it did, they were just too mentally exhausted to pull it back oh, together. What, what is it? Were they athletes, human beings, maybe? Dude, I've not been on the robots, tired thing the whole time. I've not never robots fought. sent yeah. out to perform for I, us? Like, I agree with you. Like, people keep saying, like, oh, I don't want to hear about tired. Like, sorry. Like, yeah, they're human I, beings. I like, it happens. Yes. It's, 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 there's a lot of pressure and a lot of whatever. And it's not, it's not acceptable. I'm not saying I'm absolving them because of it. I'm just – you know my phrase that I love? Uh, it's not excuses, it's an explanation. I'm well, just trying to give an explanation for why it would happen, not an excuse for why it would You also love cliches or cliches for a reason. I do. And I think this applies here, too. I agree. In some way. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure what the cliche, cliche is. but <laughs> 215-592-9494. Let's go back to Bruce in D.C., see if the phone's cleared up. Brucey. Okay, sorry about that. Can oh, you guys so much better. So much better. What's on your mind today, brother? All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, look, Craig is listening. I'm trying to get him to call in so we yes. can hit y'all at the same time. Love but Craig. That's my guy. He, he He's out running with we his We got to get the so. brothers on together. We got to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to plan that out. Okay, all right. Uh, so, yeah, so, so so right off the back, uh, as far as the Eagles are concerned, um, I'm thinking they're definitely two years away because the coaching staff is going to have to get in. And, and mainly on defense, they have so much work um, to rebuild that team. I just don't think that – uh, they're going to be able to correct all of those things in a single year. But I, I'm going to try to remain optimistic. Maybe they can get to the second round because the offense is mainly intact. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, with- well, To the two-year thing, what I would say is I agree with kind of the premise of that in the way that if you look historically, teams that have two new coordinators generally don't correct. win the Super Bowl. Like, it, it takes time. So I think, I think that's smart analysis by you. Like, I think they could be two years away. But where I would push back on it is, like, 
They have the same head coach. They have the same quarterback. Those two have shown they've won under a lot of different situations. And they right. do still have a ton of talent on offense. So I, I, I agree with you that we probably won't see the best version of the Eagles next year. I think it's important that Kellen Moore and Vic Fangio are back in 2025, and then you could really see this thing mm-hmm. take off. But I think next year they absolutely have a chance. Like if Jalen's a top six quarterback, they will be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, well, now, 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 now here's, the, here's the other point to that. Now with Swift, they got to keep Swift. And here's the reason why. You know, my thing – the, the, the thing with Swift is that he was underutilized. They didn't scheme him correctly. He has the same skill set as Pacheco. He has the same capabilities if you look at what he did mm-hmm. uh, and how uh, uh, how Detroit used him. So I, I think that they, that, that they certainly need to uh, com- consider him and, 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 and keep him yeah. as, as part of that scheme going forward. Now, um, with the other side, as far as San Francisco, and the, the 40, the 40 winers. I'm on board with you on that. I cannot root for them because they, they cry too much for one thing. And I, I don't have this thing. I was one of those frustrated fans with, with uh, Andy Reid when his time here. But uh, I just cannot pull um, for the 49ers to win because this, they'll rub it uh, in Bruce, our faces. We'll, I am so, I, and, and we'll never hear the end of it. I, I can't, I can't yeah, live exactly. in that world, Bruce. Bruce, great call. We'll get you and Craig, your, the brother brother combo on the air that would yeah. be super fun we've never done that we've never no, had two I, brothers I do on agree the like uh if the niners win they sound alike too bruce and craig that's they what do, i love yeah. as brothers like they actually sound similar which is very funny i, anyway, I think bro, most brothers sound i don't alike. know that that's necessarily true i, I think like i sound do, like my brother well really? maybe not maybe not you yeah. don't sound like your brother no that's not at all you got really. a, a we unique look, but you we look you guys look a lot we look a ton alike so fascinating all right 215-592-9494 as we uh uh, continue to get you set for this this game on Sunday tomorrow. The obviously the Super Bowl uh, Niners Chiefs. Are you rooting more for the Niners or for the Chiefs or against the Niners? I am obviously rooting much more against the Niners than for the Chiefs. Though uh, as a byproduct of rooting against the Niners, I am pulling for the Chiefs. Just let your heart root for Andy. No, my heart does not need Andy. No, yeah, okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and also, what do the Eagles need to do to get back to this point? You know. How far away are they? We've had a lot of callers kind of feel like this is a two, three-year thing. Do you agree with that? Or do you think this is something where, you know, if Jalen Bay's better and they make a couple moves on defense, they can be right back yeah. in this spot next year at this time. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. One more segment for us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the Big game tomorrow night. No better spot. Giant TVs. This place is awesome. You can bet as it happens. It is an awesome time. If nothing else, download the BetBark Sports. We can see them up at BetBarks.com. Get involved. Bet on the action. It is going to be so much fun. Tom Kelly coming up in about 15 minutes, 20 minutes from now. Uh, we got you till then. We'll take as many calls as we can before we get there. Let's go to Fox Chase and talk to our guy Drew. How you been, buddy? Hey, what's up, James? Long time no talk. Yeah, man. Good to hear from you, Drew. What's up? Going on, going on, Elliot. What up, Drew? Calling live from uh, uh, the where the Eagles play Philadelphia Lincoln Financial Field, and I wanted to say that uh, I want to bet for the Super Bowl Fifty Eight. You got to bet on the Forty Niners minus six and a half. Oh, you you're breaking my heart, Drew. Listen, you take Forty Niners minus six and a half. You take Buckner to go over his his field goals. You take Moody to miss a field goal on. Under I love real quick, Drew. I love Moody to miss a field goal. I love yeah, that. That bet. is a great bet. That guy is that guy is a stone cold loser. 
And then you and you end the and you end that four leg parlay with a um, Christian McCaffrey two touchdowns. Look at you. Drew, come on. I like I like everything except betting on the Niners. Drew, you're killing me here, pal. <laughs> yeah, but you you all that line. All right, so Drew, so Drew, Drew, Drew. So you're one of the people. Maybe you can help me. And you're a gambling guy. I can tell. Like, why why are the Niners still favored when you know the vast majority of people? Excuse me, sir. We're on the radio right now, buddy. Uh, sorry, Drew. Someone's trying to talk to us while we are doing no the radio problem, show. No problem. Um, so, Drew, uh, why why are the Niners still favored? Everyone you talk to, I know you're saying you're picking the Niners, but. 90% of people you hear from say the Chiefs are winning this game, don't bet against Mahomes. Like, how are the Niners the favorite in this one? I think it's more that people want the Niners to win because Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have won so many times. So you think Niners. it's outside of Philadelphia? Like, obviously in Philly, we all want the Chiefs to win. We hate the Niners. Right. You think outside the city people are more pro-Niners? That's in, it might be because they don't have the same yeah, hate for the Niners that we, we do. We keep, we keep seeing Patrick Mahomes raise the trophy. I don't think anybody wants to see that anymore, really. True. True. Good call, man. That's an interesting I thought. also I bet a lot Elliot. of people that are actually betting. Are betting the nine? Well, obviously there yeah. must be, but it, but again, it feels like everyone nationally is saying can't bet against Mahomes. Why would you bet against Mahomes? Apparently, a lot of people are. That is an interesting point Drew brought up, though. The idea that you will hear we obviously hate the Niners with a passion because of the whole thing and the whining and all that stuff. But I guess like it is possible that nationally, like I feel like they're a hateable team. Like outside of our thing with them. To the point we made, they're always whining. Everything they always got an issue with everything. That like they just feel unlikable to me. But are they not? Are they just unlikable for us? Do you think nationally they're as unlikable as, as we think um, they are? I, I don't know. I don't think they're that unlikable nationally. I, I really think that they're favorites because they were better the majority of the season. Yeah, like I, I, like I agree with you. It's interesting, which makes me wonder what the reasons are. But I think the bottom line is Vegas is saying. They were well, no, better I was going forgetting the betting. I'm saying, do you think that who do you think the country is rooting for? Is my question. Do you I think, think the, you, I think the majority of people in the country are rooting for the Chiefs. I think so too. Yeah. That was more my point. Whether it's it's feeling it here or whether nationally they're like, no more Mahomes, no more and Reed. Let's be honest. I mean, the Taylor Swift thing probably helps the Chiefs. You're right. More You're than right. It hurts. Well, hurt it both. I There's think a, yeah, a little bit. But. I agree. I think more help than hurt. Let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to Washington Township. Talk to Rich. How you been, Rich? Hey, how you doing, Justin? Good, Rich. I need you to get off the speakerphone there for us. Doing it right now. You hear me now? Yes. What's, What's up, up, Rich? Okay. In, since 2010, when Howie was GM, not counting 2015, he has drafted 58 defensive players, of which only three have made the, plo- the Pro Bowl. Wow. Two more made the Pro Bowl, but didn't make them as Eagles. Jordan Poyer and Hank uh, Coleman. Oh, Kurt Coleman, right? Kurt Coleman, both, yeah. both of those guys, ironically, seventh round draft picks yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Howie's been good in the seventh round. Yeah. 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 Just a so credit to the him. Point, the point I'm making <laughs> is. is Howie swings and misses way more than he hits on But But to be fair, players. Rich, my guess is, like, I agree, those numbers are bad, but, but most GMs miss more than they hit on the Yeah, I, no. I think the draft is the singular thing where, and rightfully so, like, we're in Philly, we're focusing on the Eagles. We view his record as bad. I, again, to James' point, like if you draft someone outside of like the top fifteen, I think the chance of them making the Pro Bowl are like minuscule. Like so, well, if, if we went around, a lot of GMs miss on a lot of picks. Yeah, but but here's the thing, though, gentlemen. He doesn't value safety. Doesn't value linebackers. Can't pick a safety or linebacker. But to be fair, it's worked for him. And, well, and not just that. No, hold no it on, hasn't Rich. worked for him. Well, Rich, Rich, Jordan hold Davis. up, Rich, Rich, hold up a second. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. He did value safeties when they won the Super Bowl. He went out and he, he signed Malcolm Jenkins. He went out 
and he signed Rodney McLeod to not insignificant contracts. So, like, I don't think it's fair to say that how he doesn't value safety. It is just that he is not. And look, even last year, they had good safeties. Like, Marcus Epps was a good player for them. CJGJ, he went out and traded for CJGJ, yeah. gave up draft picks. I'm saying last year's Super Bowl team. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, last, last right. you know, two years ago, whatever. It's it, la- one year ago. Yeah, I can yeah, say yeah. last year. I thought you were going to defend this No, 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 no. I'm saying second. Marcus Epps and 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 CJGJ. Like, th- that was a good safety team. Yeah. I mean, one yeah, of those was undrafted, but they traded for CJGJ. So, Rich, you could say he doesn't value linebackers. I don't think it's fair to say that he doesn't value safeties. Well, he doesn't draft well when those picks come up. I mean, everyone drafts linebackers in the fourth or fifth round. I'm not saying he should draft linebackers in the first. No one does that. Uh, but he just doesn't know how to identify defensive talent. It's easier to, to mine the free agent pool because they're all, they're, they are already established players for the most part. He's a greater there's a greater uh, sample size of play, and, and, and it's in the pros. But in college, he just swings and misses, and he, he reaches too much in the middle first rounds for players like, for instance, Jordan Davis, never should have taken him that high. Everett Barnett, never should have taken him that high. Even even this, uh, this uh, Nolan Smith should not have been in the first well, round. He was rich. dropping like an anvil. Well, Rich, first and foremost, good call, buddy. But, I mean, Jordan Davis, they traded up because he was going to get taken. The Baltimore Ravens were going to take Jordan Davis. Like, that like that was not a crazy pick to take Jordan Davis in that spot. It hasn't worked out to where they wanted to so far. But that was not crazy. Nolan Smith was projected to be a – yes, he fell, but he would have gone soon after that. Like, I think you are over – I think the value picks have been fine. They just haven't worked out in certain Yeah, so I, I was against the Jordan Davis pick, but I think where you've swayed me on that at the time is – And I wanted Kyle Hamilton in the moment, as right. you know. Like, I would have taken Kyle Hamilton, but I didn't hate the pick. But I think your point of if you take the most athletic defensive lineman in the first round, like, that's a winning formula. So where I would fight back on what he, where I was saying – how he's how he's like kind of way he builds teams work like how he's won a ton of games so while i think they have weakness in the middle of the defense and i agree with the last caller uh like i don't think he evaluates the linebacker and safety position that well but the bottom line is how he's like the, the positions how he values is is the right way to build a team like you can't have the same value on every single position how he's had a lot of success yes all right let's go to westchester and talk to our buddy drew hey drew Hey guys, um, what up, I know Joe? we're short on time here, but uh, Elliot, I wanted to just chime in on. Uh, I've heard you say something to the effect of like between the defense and Jalen, it's really first and foremost Jalen and the turnovers. Yeah, I, I just can't agree with you on that. Okay? okay, I mean, he threw 15 picks this year, right? Half of those came in the first six games. Okay, they were five and one in those games. He cleaned up his act, and the next seven games, when you know we face the best part of the schedule, those next seven games. He played Buffalo, Kansas City, Miami, Dallas twice, and San Francisco. He had three picks in those seven games. Well, you're not okay. including fumbles in this, I can tell, right? Okay, 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 okay. yes. Well, I'm just Fumbling. saying, that is a turnover. Oh, no, no no doubt, no yeah. doubt. But he played well overall. He played well. He, he played better in, the, in those seven games than he did in the first six. And... I heard you say the defense lost them one game this year. Is that well, yeah. What you wait, said? Wait, I, I, so I was thinking. I think I was talking to Ike, Re- Ike Reese about this. What game did they lose this year where the offense was really good and the defense lost it for them? Like I think more often okay, well, than net than not when they lost this year was because the offense was bad. Like the defense was okay. bad too, but they didn't win many shootouts yeah. that I can think of. Well, what Those about games the two games, the Bill, wa- the, two, games, yeah. two games against Washington, one game against Buffalo, all shootouts? They barely yeah, won. Yeah, that's true. The, I mean, the Washington ones. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah. 
and, 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 and the fact that they gave up 70 points to the Commanders in two games was a huge red flag. And so, oh, but so the first re- really quick, Drew. So, so what game did the defense yeah. lose for them? Because that's what I said. I didn't, th- I didn't say the offense didn't win them any games. Like, what, I'm trying to think, what game did you say they lost because of the defense? Well, I Arizona, think the Niners the game. game. I think if the, the defense Arizona, Arizona, Arizona game, yeah. And I think the, the Niners Arizona game, game too. If, the, the, if they had been able to Niners, hang defensively a little bit, the offense might have been better in that Niners it, game. It, like, it was exactly. so bad. The Niners game and the second Dallas game, I know there were turnovers in the second Dallas game, but that's part of defense. you got to get stopped when your team turns the ball over, too, and they didn't at all. Okay, and then Mac Jones torched one team this year, the Eagles. Okay, he's horrible. <laughs> he torched the Eagles. I mean, come on. They almost lost that game because the defense was terrible. And... And I know it's just a series, but the Seattle game, that 92-yard drive, Drew Locke, I mean, yeah, that was an embarrassment. blowing the game. Yeah, but they lost that because of the offense. They did, but that yeah, was okay. a disastrous. I mean, the defense I mean, did blow the game at the end. Right, it was a so bad I drive. Just, I agree I, for I, sure. I, I just think that it goes without saying that the offensive leadership above Jalen this year was a, a huge step down from what it was when Shane Steichen was there. And so he was dealing with that, and it's no excuse for his not playing as well as he did the year before, but I think clearly to me, on the defensive side, the personnel, between the personnel and the coordinating, it was a disaster. And they were 30th in the league and touchdowns allowed. You just can't, you can't get Yeah, no, look, that. the defense was bad last year. I, I'm, I, if I've implied otherwise, I didn't mean to. The only thing I was saying is if you look at the games they actually lost. Like, uh, Look, I think, I think we, it, it's fair to say the defense was bad, but you know what the offense was too. The, you know, compared to what they were supposed to be, like, they were bad. But I think the difference for me is the defense had so many issues with coaching. Like, the offense had the same personnel almost all year. I almost view the defense as, and maybe this is because my standards are lower. No, but again, you also are not acknowledging the coaching issues on the offense. Uh, Yeah. There's a reason Brian Johnson is gone. There's a reason Nick Sirianni had the offense taken away from him for all intents and purposes. The coaching was way worse on defense. I think it was just as bad. Well, yeah, the coaching's turnover. Yeah. Drew, great call. We appreciate it, brother. Keep it coming. I, I think the coaching change in the moment hurt the team the most on defense but i think all season long the coaching on offense was worse like i think sean Desai did a better job on defense it turns out than anyone did on offense all year long well if you're going to use the argument of brian johnson's gone they removed sean Desai midway through the season right but that was a giant mistake and we all acknowledge that yeah it was i I agree in hindsight what Desai got out of the town he had probably wasn't too bad the offense never came close to reaching their potential all season long. They had a couple games where they scored points, but it was, again, never easy. It never felt like rhythm. It never felt close to the team we saw in the Super Bowl a year ago. The coaching or the players is the new, like, chicken or the egg. It's an all-time great one. It's, it's like Wentz Foles, like 2023 Eagles, players, coaches. Yep. Yep. We'll never agree, ever. No, yeah. I will, I will ever, fight ever. you till the day yeah. I die about I can it, tell. I, I can tell, I yeah. I get, I get very heated about it. I uh, know you do. All right. Um... Final prediction for the Super Bowl tomorrow. I'm picking the Niners. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the Chiefs win the game. Give me uh, a score. I'm going to go 31-24. I'm going to go 27-18. I like that one better than mine. We're, yeah. we're going where we're going. I like it. Yeah, I'm going right. to go with your score. Okay. And, um, you probably uh, bet that exact score, actually. You probably can. Yeah. Probably can. Like, plus, you know. Very good odds on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you to everyone who called into the show. We literally could not do the show without the callers. We appreciate it. If we didn't get you, I'm so sorry. We had a ton of calls today. We'll get to you next week. I see your names. I apologize. Stay on the line, though. Tom Kelly's coming up next. He's going to be talking about the same stuff we are, I am assuming. So stay on the line. Tom, you'll get up uh, quicker that way. But, again, uh, thank you to everyone who called in. Thank you to Danny Ryan crushing on site. Justin Morgan signed doing a great job producing the show back in the studio. Thank you, fellas. 
And uh, and until next week, we'll be back reacting to hopefully not a Niners Super Bowl win. Right. Uh, but either way, we'll be back. Check out our pods all week. And uh, and have fun watching the game tomorrow night. And don't forget to bet with it with betparks.com. Thank you to Elliot. Thank you to everyone. And, again, uh, uh, thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP. And remember, live bet all your favorite sports, including the big game tomorrow. Plus, you can play your favorite casino games, bet parks, sports one casino app. It's the sports book for the real Philly sports fanatic. Bet more than just the score. You can bet Philly hoops. You can bet on pro hoops. You can bet on individual player performances, points, rebounds, assists, all that good stuff. You can play games like Blackjack, Live Dealer, right on your phone. But most importantly, tomorrow. The big game, San Fran, a two-point favorite against Kansas City. I love Kansas City in this game. Love them. I think they're a great bet. I wouldn't bet against their quarterback, wouldn't bet against their coach. Over-unders, 48 points. Uh, I could see that going either way. I think that's a really good number there. And that's the beautiful thing is you can bet on so much stuff. You can bet on the coin toss, over-unders by teams, scoring by quarters, rushing yards, passing yards, touchdowns, all the good stuff. It is so much fun. We're all watching the game anyway. You know what's way more fun? to watch the game and have some action on it. it makes it so much more entertaining and the bet parks app has a great offer for you join us right now download the bet park sportsbook app new customers you make a winning ten dollar bet you get 125 dollars in bonus sportsbook bets back it's a great deal it must be a winning bet and bonus bets must be wagered once new users only terms and conditions apply see the website for details at betparks.com for details you love to play you play to win you bet. Bet Parks must be 21 and in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.